0: Lord.
1: This is Jessica Burton.
0: Nigel Neptune's non nipples. This has gone global.
1: Hmm. What's a non nipple?
0: A nod nipple.
1: What's a nod nipple?
0: A nipple that's been chewed on.
1: Oh. Oh, Nord.
0: No, there's no R in there.
1: G N A W E D. Nord.
0: Again, there's no R in Nod.
1: N- You're saying Nod. You're saying N O D.
0: That's how the word is pronounced, no, it's
1: yeah. It's nod. Nod. How'd you say yawn then? Yawn. So? Nod. <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
0: Those those two words sound the exact same. Nuh Yawn no. and nod. <laughs>
1: this is another accent thing. This is. A, you're saying nod.
0: Yeah. It's not <laughs> genod.
1: Yes, it is. It isn't. Nord.
0: It's de- well. See, it's definitely not Nord.
1: Anyway, you learn anything this week?
0: Uh, you don't know how to pronounce words.
1: You don't know how to pronounce words.
0: I think it's really funny. If you if you listen to our last episode and had trouble with the way she says bear.
1: Yeah, that is that is one that nobody understands what I say.
0: Please write in. <laughs> <laughs> we we or i guess i am desperate to hear about it. Yes. That's gone globalpod@gmail.com.
1: Uh so did you really learn anything this week?
0: Uh yes i did actually. I learned something that has radically changed the way i work. Oh yeah? And i would um first of all i would like to apologize for my hubris. Mhm. Um i have begun working from home in my pajamas. Yeah. And I thought I thought that I would be better, that I could sit down and write like it's a job and it would be a good thing for me. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. I couldn't handle it. But now I come out in the morning, I sit down, still in my pajamas, got my coffee, and I get right to work
1: that's pretty good no pressure nice all i gotta
0: do is write and i I think it's legitimately i think it's radically changed the way i Mm. work so i would like to apologize to the the people i've i thought i was better than i.e me most definitely (laughs) pajama pajama wearers get stuff done
1: yeah i'm telling you man some of the best work I ever did. And also, especially while we're in New Zealand and it was opposite time zones and it was like 3 a.m. for me, I ain't gonna wear real clothes. Like, no.
0: Well, that's the thing. For me, like podcasting, gotta wear shoes. Mm-hmm. Gotta wear shoes. That's a staple. I'm at work. Doing work right now.
1: Do you think you'll change your podcasting habits now?
0: I don't think so. Okay. Because this does feel like I am working and making a product and doing something whereas writing for me i don't want it to feel like a job Mm. i think okay all right because there's too much pressure associated with Mm. that and i think that's part of my problem so anyway okay i learned that i don't pajamas are great
1: yeah welcome to my world i'll
0: never rise
1: from the muck again Mm -hmm. you should see the streets of liverpool people Spend their whole day in their pajamas, go out shopping and everything. I could never be... I could never go that far. But, you know, hats off to them.
0: Because they sure are. Anyway, what'd you learn?
1: Um... What did I learn this week? Why can I never remember? Even though... I think it's because I spend the vast majority of my time learning.
0: Your job is school.
1: Yeah. So I don't remember what I learned. Um... Uh, uh, i i completely draw in a blank damn i don't know um
0: yeah i don't know <laughs> wild wild
1: i'll probably think of some of halfway through this and be like oh but for right now it's not happening i'm sorry
0: You should be ashamed
1: My brain is an empty sieve
0: So So no learning has fallen out?
1: Uh I guess Or it's all fallen out I don't know There's
0: no learning going in There's So there's no knowledge coming out Mm. I don't know Do I know what a sieve is?
1: Um Like No it's like What you It's like a colander yeah. But thinner holes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. everything just pours right through it. So nothing is being retained, is what I'm saying.
0: I don't think that's a sieve. I think that's a funnel. No. A sieve, I think. What I'm thinking of is something that separates, like, rocks and things from sand.
1: That's also a sieve. We can get different
0: types. Anyway. (laughs) We're off to a riveting start here for Garden Global this week.
1: Welcome to the most exciting place in the world. Uh,
0: This episode is not going to get much better because this is a music episode where we won't be able to include music. So...
1: We can sing.
0: Nope. Sure can't.
1: Really? Is that still under copyright stuff? Sure is. Oh, that's a shame. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, so until uh until you people start paying us money we can uh we can't do anything so sure. gotta gotta get a license so
1: huh. anyway
0: so i'm gonna talk about the devil went down to georgia oh. by, by charlie daniels and his band uh it's a song written and performed by the charlie's Daniels the charlie daniels band and it was released on their 1979 album Million Mile Reflections.
1: Are they from Georgia?
0: The Charlie Daniels band? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Oh. Uh, What a wild question. I can't believe (laughs) you even...
1: The song title is...
0: Well, the devil's not from Georgia.
1: Yeah, if you just Google the, the band, it'll probably come up. Oh, he's an old man cowboy.
0: Oh, big time. Uh, he's 82 currently. Oh, yeah.
1: Nope, North Carolina.
0: He's from North Carolina, yes. Oh, he's still touring, too. Woof. Dang. Charlie Daniels Band. About. Bio. Nope, Nashville. Oh, alright. So. Cool. going to leave that long silence in there, and it's your fault.
1: No, cut it out
0: uh yeah so from nashville uh the song is written in the key of d minor and interesting fact the song itself is a i guess a copy of a song that charlie's dan charlie daniels performed with a guy called vassar clemens Uh uh-huh And it was originally called Lonesome Fiddle Blues, Mm. and it was released on Clements' self-titled 1975 album on which Charlie Daniels played the guitar. Vassar Clements, interestingly enough, said that this song dates back to 1948, Mm. but The Devil Went Down to Georgia is played an octave higher Mm. and has words. Okay uh so first one lonesome doesn't... lonesome fiddle blues does not okay and it uh so lonesome fiddle blues was written in the key of d minor so charlie charlie daniels moved it up mm. and then gave it words mm. um, so i guess we'll listen to it and um i don't know we'll talk about it i guess
1: yeah i know that
0: everybody knows that
1: has it been covered
0: Oh, yeah, a thousand times. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the most famous one, I think, is by a band called Primus. Mm. But yeah, there are a thousand covers and parodies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Particularly the... The, sorry? You know. (laughs) The, The musical part of it.
0: Well, that's, I mean, that's the, you know, major part of the song. Yeah. You know that apparently was ripped off somebody else (laughs) yeah
1: um did any any lawsuits ever happen over that
0: no i think i think the idea i don't think it was ripped off i think that okay you know i think uh i think that was a harsh way to put it but i i I don't think it was a a, an actual rip off
1: sure okay
0: so if for some reason you don't know the song
1: i i'd never known the title why? I don't know. I know I know the tune. I've definitely heard it before, but I had no idea what the title was. Huh. Like, when you started talking about it, I was like, ooh, a song I've never heard before. This will be fun. But yeah, no, I, I didn't know its title.
0: Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I have a hot take about this song, and okay. I'll save for our discussion
1: Okay.
0: Uh, a bit later. But I'm just going to drop some knowledge on the audience here. Um, and me. If you haven't heard this song for whatever reason, YouTube has the official video and it's really cool to see everyone play all their instruments and everything for the song. Uh, The piano player had a broken arm, I guess. Yeah, He was in a cast and he was playing with one hand. Devil's looking around for some souls.
1: In the song. In life. Mm. I mean, yeah.
0: The good word says the devil prowls the earth like a lion. Hmm. However, in the song, he's also prowling for souls. And uh, he comes up on Johnny, who's playing his fiddle. And the devil says, I'll make you a wager. I can play the fiddle better than you. And if if I can, I'll take your soul. But if you can do better than me, I'll give you this solid gold fiddle. Mm -hmm. And Johnny says, well, it might be a sin, but hell yeah. Mm. (laughs) And So they... Uh, proceed to have a fiddle duel. Mm -hmm. Uh, The devil goes first, Yep, and he plays what's called a contemporary rock music theme with the backing of his demon musicians. Mm -hmm. Now, I always felt this was cheating. Yes. Which I imagine is the point.
1: Yes. You You know what it reminds me of? It's the exact plot of the Tenacious D song. Explain. The, um, I can't remember what it's called, but that basically that this is the greatest song in the world, and the devil comes to them, and they're like, and he says, if you can play better than me, you can play the greatest rock song in the world. Um, I can't remember what the reward is. Otherwise, you can like, I'll eat your souls or whatever. Huh? And in the music video, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters is the devil. I can see that. You must, you must know this song. I, I don't want to sing it because of copyright
0: i'm not <laughs> i'm not um super familiar with tenacious d i know a couple of their things this but... was
1: like a big song yeah but it was uh, it basically goes this is not the greatest song in the world oh, no tribute this is just a tribute <laughs>
0: okay i'll show you the music video in a second because it's
1: the exact plot of
0: yeah i think i have heard this yeah Um, everyone's heard it yeah 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 i always found it to be uh dangerously faustian okay faust is the the ancient literary character who sold a soul to the devil to get everything he wanted Uh and then the devil comes for his soul and that's it that's the end of the story (laughs) Charlie Daniel says he isn't entirely sure where this concept came from, hmm. um, but it sound it sounds like there's a a poem that definitely has a name, uh, a poem called the the Mountain Whipporwhirl, Whipper Whipporwhirl, Whip the Mountain Whipporwhirl. And it has to do with dueling, fiddling, fiddlers mm. in Appalachia.
1: What's, what? So the poem yeah.
0: that the, the concept of this song is based on, or the concept of the lyrics, the story, it's reportedly, and I don't know how true this is, is based on a poem called The Mountain Whipper Whirl. Whipper yeah, Whirl. yeah,
1: yeah, I got that. What's up? Uh...
0: The Appalachian Mountains.
1: Ah, okay, okay. That was the plot I was confused about.
0: So, the poem itself is uh, supposedly about dueling fiddlers in the Appalachian Mountains. Okay, okay. And that's basically hillbilly territory. Mm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if that does anything for you. So, when Johnny starts to play the song, he puts in references to four songs mm-hmm. uh, Fire on the Mountain which is also happens to be the name of Daniel's 1974 album, uh, which I thought was funny. Uh, Granny Does Your Dog Bite, and you can kind of hear that because that's where they go, no child, no. Granny does your dog bite, no child, no. Uh Uh-huh. And then there's a third that's an unnamed square dance melody that includes the patter, and then, chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough, is a country music standard. Ida Red, and it's most famously recorded by Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys. And then the last one is a traditional American Southern folk song, "The House of the Rising Sun."
1: Oh, I know that song. Do you? the The rock seventies rock song "House of the Rising Sun" by the Why can I not remember names of anything anymore? It's another very, very, very famous song.
0: Huh. Was it a rock song at the time this came out? 1979? I think so. Because this says it's an American Southern folk song.
1: Can I I look for it? Just to see the year? The animals. Hmm. Can I just see what year it was? We don't have to watch it, but... 64! 64. Huh. So yeah, you...
0: Where are these people from? Are they British?
1: No. They're American. Are they? I think.
0: Interesting.
1: The animals, though?
0: Tells of a life gone wrong in New Orleans.
1: Yeah. Huh. Can we just pause oh, and listen to the song?
0: It's, it's the genre is folk, folk and blues, so mm. it, it very well might be.
1: Well, there you go. We learned about several yeah. other songs within this, too.
0: Interesting. Interesting. What?
1: I was just about to sing again and then I stopped myself mid. Oh
0: yeah. One more fun fact, and I'll put out my hot take. There was a at the nineteen ninety six Atlanta Olympics, mm-hmm. a fourteen year old gymnast, Dominic uh, Dominique Oh man, this is a part of the show where Kale messes up so many name. Dominic M- 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 Mosanu. Yeah. Uh, a member of the famed Magnificent Seven uh, team of American gymnasts performed her floor routine to The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Mm. So, that's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, So here's my hot take. At least in this video, I like The Devil's version better. I think The Devil clearly won.
1: I couldn't tell which was The Devil and which wasn't.
0: The Devil's the first one. The one that sounds evil.
1: I I couldn't... Tell a difference between them.
0: Uh, what? <laughs> They're yeah. very different.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't really notice. I think, I think I was mostly going, why have I heard this before? Okay. Maybe we should listen to it again.
0: Do you want to? Uh,
1: not right now, but maybe after we finish, because...
0: After we finish, so every, so we can tell everybody how we feel after... Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, there's my hot take. Uh, take it or leave it. If you agree... Let me know. Mm. If you disagree, don't let me know. I'm not interested in your opinion. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's The Devil Went Down to Georgia.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. Does it. Was there a reason you chose this particular song? Or?
0: No, when I think of music for this show, I try to steer, I think, a little bit more toward american country
1: right okay
0: because i i i think it's probably what you haven't heard
1: yeah probably true
0: but it's deep down in my roots so it's Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. you know uh it's it, it it feels a lot more likely that i'll be learning you something
1: yeah all right Uh, Is it my turn then? Do you have anything else? I think so,
0: yep, that's all all I got
1: Okay, so I'm gonna talk about, again, a Liverpool band Um, A what? A Liverpool band What's that? A band from Liverpool
0: Liverpool
1: Shush Um, So the last time we did this, we we talked about Billy Piper And that was kind of like my childhood music
0: What a a great... I I love that episode
1: Uh Uh-huh (laughs) don't love the song though because then it gets stuck in your head I tell you what forever there's
0: a part of me that really does
1: (laughs) but anyway so we're moving a little bit away from that now we're going to go into the the kind of music of my teenage years Uh, so I want to talk about the Zootons who like I said were from Liverpool and were active from 2001 to 2009
0: I didn't know they were from Liverpool
1: yeah oh so you've heard of them then I
0: I think I'm going to Check my iTunes library right now. I think I have exactly one song. Hey, by the and
1: I bet I know which one it is.
0: I had a when I left left uh, college, I had a friend make me a playlist of just absolutely anything, mm-hmm. and the Zutons are on it.
1: Yep, I I figured it would be one of that song or another one.
0: Alternative and punk, two thousand four. I guess it's
1: ah, well. who killed.
0: Who killed the Zutons?
1: Yes. So I'm going to talk about all of that in a second. It's interesting like What did you say that genre just was?
0: Alternative and punk?
1: Yeah. So they their sound can be a bit difficult to categorize, but people have put them into a group called Psychedelic Cartoon Punk.
0: Cartoon Punk?
1: Cartoon Punk.
0: Oh, I could be into that. Um,
1: some... I think you would. Um, Some people call them a bit jazzy, but that's purely because they have saxophone in it. And I think, actually, I like the combination of these two, you know, kind of different instruments just completely changing the sound of something with Dead One Down Georgia, and these. Oh, yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let me ask, are they considered ska at any point?
1: I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. I wouldn't call them that. Okay. I don't think, anyway. Um, but they were initially formed of four members, David Cabe, Sean Payne, Russell Pritchard, and Boyan Chowdhury. Um, then Sean Payne's girlfriend at the time, Abby Hardin, joined them on stage for a couple of lines of saxophone, and she was so good and gelled so well with their sound that she became a full-time member on vocals and sax. Um, all had been in bands previously and were well-connected within the Liverpool-slash-UK music scene. They were often compared with another Liverpool band who are called The Coral, who I also really like. Um, and in, in fact, one of the Zootons later became them. Once they split up, he went and joined The Coral. Oh. So they had this whole thing where they were like, oh man, you can't just group us all just because we're from Liverpool. But then like, they actually sounded very similar and also one went and joined them anyway. So
0: That's funny. Related to that, there's a, uh, uh, a couple of famous christian groups and they very similarly they all kind of toured together they all kind of did each other's sets and now they after all these years they've all kind of broken up and the people who are left have come together to be one of their
1: yeah and i think i think that does just kind of tend to happen like you move in similar circles and
0: i guess you wouldn't call it a super group
1: No, but no, I know what you mean that they kind of break up and form different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they they were they disliked that the media just grouped musicians from the same place together, saying, "Oh, the rise of a new movement from Liverpool." When like, you know,
0: yeah,
1: I do get the comparison with the Coral, but there was other bands at the time that I was like, "No, come on now."
0: But everything that comes out of Liverpool sounds like the Beatles, right? Like, nope smack very
1: bad help no you'll never come into Liverpool again you'll get shot on sight
0: well there are worse things
1: um so anyway the first album which was indeed Who Killed the Zootons was in 2004 and it won a Mercury Music Prize and a Brit Award for Best Breakthrough Act in 2005 this album came with a special 3D cover along with 3D Glasses Huh. Um, that it became a thing that fans would wear the 3D glasses to concerts. Oh, hell yeah. I never knew about this. I never actually got to see them live, which that's I. That's cool. I was just a little bit too young for it, but yeah. I was really into them. I really liked them. Um, yeah, I just think that's a really cool random uh, thing, though. That's cool. <laughs> and it also, like. Uh, not to be an exclusionist of like concerts and stuff, but it also shows that like the people who are doing that have got the album and yeah. listened to it yeah. and not not that it should exclude anyone else. People can just go to a concert and enjoy it. But I I think that's a cool thing.
0: But it's a it's a cool learning thing too when you're uh if you're a new fan, you go to a, a show and yeah. see everybody wearing three D glasses, you're like, Oh, this must be what the fans yeah. do. Cool. I can yeah. be one of these people. And I
1: bet haven't worked in merchandise for quite a while. I bet they could sell the 3D glasses oh, and make an absolute fortune.
0: Surely, Yeah. Um, my first Relying K concert that I ever went to, we took the band uh, Skittles and Combos. Uh, because they have an, an after song after mm. the album about loving Skittles and Combos. What's a combo? Uh, it's kind of a... Ah, we'll save it for a food. Okay. It's, it's kind of a cracker with a filling. Okay. Um... So that's that's the thing.
1: Um, yeah, I found it cool. Um, so here's some songs you might not have heard. The so they from this first album, they had two songs that were featured in big company adverts, both in the UK and the US.
0: I think I like the first one better. Mm. So that
1: one was Confusion, which yeah. is a a little bit slower. That's quite unlike what they. Do, actually, but there's a couple of songs on every album that are of a bit slower. Yeah. Um And that first one, Confusion, was an advert for Peugeot Cars in the UK. One more time? Peugeot. What you call Peugeot.
0: Oh, another... The French
1: make, of course.
0: Another brand of something that doesn't have an R in it. Peugeot. Can you, can you really not hear no, the R you're putting in it? No, Peugeot Persia is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, and then the second one, which was Pressure Point, which is another more famous one of those, was for Levi's in the US.
0: Hmm. Mm. I don't know if I... I probably did.
1: Yeah. It was back when you were watching TV. 2006?
0: Yeah, probably. Probably.
1: Um... But so that that kind of shot them to fame a little bit, um, mm. and then their second album, which came out in two thousand six, shot to number two in the UK album charts. Oh,
0: um,
1: now this one contained their most famous songs. Uh, I'm gonna ask you to pause it just again. Sorry.
0: I like those a lot better than yeah. I like right, the the, other s- ones.
1: the second album, they get a bit more comfortable in their own skin and. Yeah, they play a little bit more.
0: I don't know about that. I've well, just based on what you showed me, I feel like I feel like pressure point was was them experimenting, trying to make like a a unique sound, and then the second album, the second set of stuff you you showed here was. A bit more streamlined, a bit more, Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't don't necessarily want to say. A bit
1: more poppy, I think.
0: Polished, maybe?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So we listened to um, Why Won't You Give Me Your Love and Valerie. Mm. Now, a fact check for you. Many know of the song Valerie by Amy Winehouse, which came out in 2007. But it is, in fact, a cover. It was the Zooton song first.
0: Amy Winehouse's song is the cover? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the Zootons Zootons. first. Wow. Yep. I I like the Zootons one better.
0: I don't know if I've ever heard it. Um, The Amy Winehouse one. Yeah.
1: It's everywhere. (laughs) It gets played all the time.
0: She's kind of one of my uh, music blind spots.
1: Mm. Maybe it was... It wasn't such an American thing then, but yeah, it was everywhere and everyone was like, oh my God, such talent. This song is amazing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was the Zootons. Huh. They did it fast. Um, but yeah, so this was 2006 and this was kind of their the peak of fame. Um, they even toured with the Killers on the US dates um, and they played the New Year's Eve show, Jules Holland's Hootenanny, which is a, an annual show counting down to New Year and they have lots of music going on.
0: Jules Holland's Hootenanny? Mm-hmm. Rad.
1: I think we've watched it. I think I made you watch a little bit of it. That's, that's the standard thing you watch on New Year in the UK. I'll probably talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: if we make it that one.
1: But, yeah, but it, it didn't last particularly long, unfortunately. By 2007, um, creative differences, they quote, started to appear. And Chowdhury left. Um, then the band quietly disbanded in 2009. They didn't make any announcements. They just sort of stopped. Um, in 2016, they reunited to play at a tribute concert for Viola Beach. Um, did you hear about this at all? I don't think so. They they were a band not from Liverpool, but from the Liverpool area. And while they were on tour in Sweden, the bus crashed and went over a cliff.
0: Who who was it again?
1: Viola Beach. It was a band, Young Kids.
0: Huh. No. Um,
1: it was really tragic, but they, they played it a tribute for them. Um, they also played in 2016 at a fundraiser from a fr- for a friend from another band, Tramp Attack, who'd also died that year. But I couldn't see what this person had died of. Wow. Um, there were rumours that they were supposed to reform this year to play songs from their first album, and they have indeed played summer festivals this year. But, without the lead guy, oh bummer, yeah, well, no it was that kinda think it's cool, and yeah, interesting that they they were just playing stuff from their first album, yeah, rather than doing new material or anything, which may have been their creative differences of what to do next and what kind of sound to yeah. to use next,
0: maybe they just didn't like that lead guy,
1: yeah, maybe, um, so yeah, that is the Zootons. I like them a lot,
0: yeah. I could be into them.
1: Yeah, I think I thought you might be. That's kind of why I wanted to.
0: I, uh, yeah. Listen
1: to a couple of albums because there's some good ones on
0: there. How many do they have?
1: Uh, three, I think.
0: They were only around for five years. It can't be that many.
1: Yeah, officially they were 2001, but they didn't put out an album until 2005. Yeah. Four?
0: 2004. Huh. Because I'm not. I wasn't crazy about peer, uh, Pressure Point. Mm. Maybe I'd like other stuff on yeah. that album, though.
1: It, maybe you'd like the second album a bit more, than.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: But yeah, have a listen. I think you might like it.
0: I'm a little more poppy in my taste, I think, mm. than the average bear. I don't know. Anyway. Um, okay, well. That was music. That's it. That's music. You wouldn't know, but. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Anyway. Sorry. Here, we're going to spin the wheel.
1: Ooh! Ooh, movies. Okay, okay. All right, We've only done one movie, haven't we? We could do a
0: movie, yeah.
1: Oh, I know what I'm going to do.
0: I think I do too. I think, um, I actually... You are going to
1: hate every second of it, but it's going to be great.
0: Um, actually, yeah, I don't know if you'll like mine either.
1: All right, this is gonna be okay. fun. <laughs> we uh, might not be married after next week's one.
0: Okay, well, movies. So
1: movies. That'll be it.
0: Uh, would you tell the people where you can find the show?
1: You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, um, everywhere you get your podcasts. If Don't you, buy them.
0: If you well, I mean, listen. If you're buying it, yeah. buy it from us. We'll give it to. We'll give you the real thing.
1: PodCoin Overcast. Uh, SoundCloud.
0: If you are listening to it right now, you've done a great job.
1: Yeah, well done. Um, you can also find us on Twitter.
0: At Gone Global Pod.
1: With the email address.
0: GoneGlobalPod at gmail.com And please, write in. Let us know what you did on your summer vacation. Yeah. What kind of music you like. Do you think we should, I don't know, listen to more music. Tell us what you like. Um, what is different from... The place that you are from. Does your state have a cool music scene? Tell us about it. And wheel themes. We could oh, definitely we really some, some wheel, wheel themes. The great Ginny Hendel suggested expressions and idioms.
1: Yeah. Maybe we should just not spin the wheel next week and just do that. Because I really want to do it.
0: I think that goes against the wheel gods.
1: <sighs> the wheel gods will smite us.
0: Yeah. And then please don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes. It's a pain in the butt, but it's how the system works. And uh, if we want to be seen by other people, that's the only way to do it. It's a broken system, but it's the one we got. Where can they find you?
1: They can find me on Twitter at Jan91, J-I-A-N-91.
0: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TotoInto, that's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W, and you can find my work in comics and in the this, this great, great land of ours, podcast land, at KaleWard.com, that's C-A-L-E-W-A-R-D.com, where you'll find the many shows that I am a part of, and what I mean by many is the other show I'm a part of, <laughs> just the one, uh, The Comics Pals, we are talking about um what did we talk about we talked about event leviathan and the great jonathan hickman series of x-men that's going on right now um it's life-changing and uh we had a really interesting conversation this week about the problems with making magneto and professor xavier from the x-men people of color In the films. Uh, It was a very thought-provoking topic. And, uh, I don't know, uh, have a listen. See what you think. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I hope you will, too.
1: All Uh, right. I guess that's it. Yeah. All right. We will see you next week for our 20th episode.
0: And by then, hopefully you will have not forgotten The Lady Loves milk tray. Yes, you do.